Hi! Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we are going to talk to Sean Murray, the new coach of Manitoba's Junior Boys Golf Program. We're also going to talk to Marcelo Polizzi, the newest member of Valor FC. That's all coming up on the podcast. Now, you look outside your window, you're probably not thinking about golf right now. But for some, golf is a year-round thing. And Golf Manitoba today has announced a change in leadership for the province's junior boys program, as Sean Murray has been named the new head coach of the Team Manitoba Junior Boys team. Murray, who is a PGA of Canada Class A professional, takes over the role from Derek Goodwin, who is stepping away because of personal and professional time constraints. We'll get to know Murray, who is a graduate of Sisler High School, went to Red River College's business admin program, majored in marketing. Okay. Uh, his golf coaching resume includes working locally at the Players Course and Breezy Bend, moved to Calgary to join staff at a club there. Also spent some time working with the University of Calgary golf team and the Alberta Provincial team, then went out to Montreal, Royal Montreal Golf Club, and last year was named an assistant coach for Manitoba's Junior Boys Program. Also returned home to join the staff at St. Charles Country Club as an associate professional. And I caught up with John earlier today, started by asking him about this new gig. When did he find out about it? And how long did he have to hold it from his friends? Yeah, it's been a, an ongoing process for sure. Um, I officially got offered the, the position, say, just before Christmas, um, middle, middle of December. Um, Derek, uh, the, the prior head coach, did call me a couple months ago saying that he is moving on and uh, that there's a position available and that he'd recommend me for the, for the role. So uh, kudos to him and thanks to him for that. But, uh, but yeah, it's been a, a couple of weeks since I've known and it's uh, nice to kind of finally get it out there. So it's kind of a nice Christmas gift to you. Yeah, no, for sure. I was the assistant last year to Derek. So uh, this is something I eventually wanted and um, we, we talked about quite a bit. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely nice to jump into the role. So what did you learn from him that you'll take into this job now that you're the head coach? Yeah, Derek and I have been friends for a while. I actually worked for him in the back shop at St. Charles. Um, and we've kind of stayed in uh, communication throughout the last eight, eight or so years, uh, went on some golf education trips and just kind of challenged each other in the, the golf swing, golf coaching kind of spectrum. Um, but specifically from him, just, he's, he's always educating himself. He's always getting better. Um, always pushed me to get better and he's always a very composed guy as well. So that's kind of what I try to take from him. When did your golf journey begin? Oh, way, way back in the day. I think I was about 10, 10 years old, um, playing hockey throughout the, the winter and summer. And I grew up kind of on a, on a soccer field where my, my, uh, I just open the fence and I can go uh, go out in the field. And us kids used to go out there with a, a pitching wedge back in the day and just hit balls around. And then uh, we ended up getting a, a membership at the players course uh, down the road. So we used to ride our bikes there uh, throughout the summer when, when hockey was either done for the day or, or done for the year. And we just uh, kind of just be course rats and hang out there for four five, six, seven hours. And uh, yeah, I just kind of fell in love with it and, and stayed with it. What was it about the game that hooked you? Uh, that's a tough one. I think just just being outside, being with friends, uh, the camaraderie to it. Um, yes, you're playing a sport, but 
you know, you're actually only playing that sport. Let's say you're out there for four hours of the day. You're probably only hitting golf balls probably for 20 minutes of it. And the rest is either walking, talking with a buddy or um, communicating, having fun, sharing laughs. And then just that individual aspect to it too, where you're kind of just playing against yourself and just kind of challenging yourself to see, see how good you can personally get. So in your time then, what would you say was your best part of your golf game? What was the part that you took the most pride in? It kind of depends on year to year, to be honest. I, I would say right now and throughout the most part of my, my golfing career, my, my chipping is, is relatively good. Uh, I grew up at a, the player's course where there wasn't much bunker, so my sand game kind of struggled up to the last couple of years. Uh, but I take ownership in, in kind of my chipping. I believe that if I get it somewhat around the green, then I can get it up and, up and down for the most case scenario. So why did you want to get into coaching? I, I love coaching. Um, obviously, you know, to be playing, it would still be nice. Obviously, that's not not the case with, you know, 98% of people in the world. But I figured I can kind of just share my knowledge and and kind of help today's juniors golfers just, just get a little bit better and be a part of their journey. Um, I also coach hockey. I coach AAA hockey, and I, I love being around around the team and individuals and specifically, you know, between 10 and 18 and just trying to get them a little bit better. I, I think if you can be just a, a little help, a part of the journey, I, I think it's very rewarding for, for them and, and myself uh, selfishly. And that love that you mentioned, just being out and just doing it when you were younger, is that something you, you want to see in the players that you're working with? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, the development program is kind of unique where, it is an individual sport, but we're trying to really make it a team aspect where these these uh, young men or, or boys really like one each other, like spending around or spending time around each other. And it just benefits them as well. The, the more you can compete and, and feed off of each other and, and challenge each other um, is great. And then if you have a partner to go spend, you know, six hours at the golf course with, uh, it makes it definitely easier to go and, and enjoy doing it. How old are you? I'm 28. Okay. So do you feel that uh, your your best golf days are, are behind you now and it's time to, to lend it to the kids? Or do you feel like you can still hang with the players? Are they better than you is what I'm asking. Uh, I, I would, you know, I, I think I can hang with a majority of them. But, you know, if we're being completely honest, Manitoba is littered with really good golfers with junior boys. I mean, you, lo- you look at the roster and uh, – Grady Chewback last year shot under par at St. Charles in the junior and over three rounds. So to say if I can go do that right now would be definitely challenging and I would probably be lying to you. Um, but I can definitely play and I like to challenge myself and work on my game. Um, I'm located at St. Charles, so we got a great practice facility there. And when I'm not teaching or coaching lessons or in the golf shop, I, I try to get out there and just just challenge myself to get a little bit better just to try to keep up with these guys when we do have a a friendly match. So you mentioned that you're coaching hockey as well. Is this a year round coaching process for golf? How do you keep on your toes for golf when you can only do it six months of the year at best in this province? Yeah. And and that's what we're trying to close the gap gap with, right? We see, we see people in BC and uh, they're able to golf 12 months a year and, 
you know, our goal is to get juniors to the national program and scholarships and how do we close that gap. And actually Sport Manitoba has just came uh, or launched a, a great facility. They got, they got two uh, foresight simulators in their building now. Uh, we do fitness training weekly. We do mental training. Um, so we're doing everything we can to, to close that gap. Um, right now it's about a nine, 10 month program for us. We take a couple months off. We think that's good for kind of the juniors just to, you know, put up their sticks and go play hockey or, or whatever they do during the winter and still be multi-sport athletes to, to a point. Um, but I think we can close that gap, especially with today's technology and, and what we're able to do. I mean, nothing beats a beats, uh, going to hit golf balls outside on a real golf course, but what we're trying to do is just to minimize that gap as much as, as much as possible. How does uh, a young golfer get involved in the golf Manitoba program? Yeah, they, they sign up, um, through their local golf course. Um, I would, if I had to give advice, I'd go talk to their head golf professional or one of their assistants and, you know, ask them how they get involved in, in the golf spectrum in Manitoba. Um, coming from a hockey background, it's unique. Everything's kind of set up for you in hockey. You know, you know, the, the path you need to take, you know, you got to play double A, triple A, uh, you get drafted, you go to junior and, and whatnot. And in golf, it's different. A lot of parents come up to me and say, what do we do? What tournaments do we sign up for? Where do we play? Who do I take lessons from? Um, so that's the kind of challenge in, in, uh, being a golfer. Um, so to go through golf Manitoba, I would go right through your, your head golf professional or your assistant professional or reach out to myself or another member of uh, the golf Manitoba team. And uh, we can definitely point you in the right direction. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities, especially at a young age and throughout your, until you're about 18, 19. Um, yeah. So we're, we're here to help to get you more involved. What's the best round you've ever had? What's the number? Best round was 68 uh, at the players course, my, my home course. It's a nine hole course, but we played it twice. So I would still still count that as my uh, my best round. That's pretty good. And uh, one last question for you: You mentioned you play hockey and you golf too. I've always wondered how people can shoot one way and swing the other. Like my dad shoots left in hockey and right in golf. I'm left in both. What are you? I'm right in both. Okay. Uh, I so think you're normal then. Uh, yeah, I would I would say so. When people come to me and they say that, I'm like, "What? Well, you're a lot more talented than I am," because gets a little tricky to that point, but if you can do it and you can do it well, we're not going to change you whatsoever. I've never understood how people can, can do one handed one way or the other. It's, it's a science that escapes my grasp as a sports radio host. But anyway, uh, thanks for your time, Sean. Appreciate this. Congrats on the new gig. Of course. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Valor FC continues to put together its squad for 2023. Today announcing the signing of free agent Canadian midfielder Marcelo Polizzi. The 25-year-old spent time with Halifax last year. Well, the past two seasons, actually, where he totaled over 2,300 minutes and 36 appearances. Also spent four seasons at Simon Fraser University, where he scored six goals and had seven assists. And he joins us now. Marcelo, welcome to Winnipeg. Thank you so much. So tell us why you wanted to join Valor FC. Yeah, I think it's a good opportunity for myself. I like what uh, the club is about. Um, also, Phil's building a very good roster, and we're looking to push for playoffs this year and, and make a run for things. So it's an ambitious uh, club that uh, Phil is running here and excited to get things started. 
Do you have any previous experience with Phil? No, I don't. I've, I know Phil uh, coached in with uh, Vancouver Whitecaps, so I knew him when he was the assistant coach there. But no, I never, I've never been coached by Phil, but I'm looking forward to it. So what uh, has this process been like for you as a free agent in the Canadian Premier League, a league that's still fairly new in its development? Yeah, for sure. Some Obviously, uh, when you're a free agent, you don't know what's going to happen with things. Uh, it can be a little bit of a stressful time, but no, I'm very happy uh, to be joining Valor and, and, and uh, looking forward to getting things started, like I said earlier. So how would you describe yourself as a football player? Uh, I would describe myself as a very passionate player, um, someone that will give their all for the, for the club, for the fans, for the city. Um, I mean, yeah, you'll expect a hundred percent, uh, 150% from me at all times, uh, during the game, during training, uh, and for games and, and, and yeah, that's, that's how I would describe myself. Do you have any experience playing with uh, any players that are on Valor's roster right now? Uh, one of the new signings, actually, Jordan Haynes, I've played with, I played with him, uh, at the youth level, but, uh, that's about it. And what about playing against the current roster? Who's giving you the most trouble? Who's giving me the most trouble? I would say probably O'Keen. I know he was injured last year, but he was always, uh, it was always a battle when, uh, whenever I played against him. How would you describe the atmosphere in Winnipeg and the matches you've played here as a road team? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. Honestly, it's good because you hear the fans uh, shouting at you and causing some chirps and things like that. So um, it's fun to play there, but I'm looking forward to to that being my home. Aside from the trips here to face Valor the last few years, what's been your experience in Winnipeg in your life? If any. Uh, I've I mean, I've never really been there other than our first, my first uh, professional year, we had the bubble there, but no, the, the stadium's fantastic. The facility seems, seems very good. And then, yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting things started. When do you get here? Because you heard the forecast there. It's a little colder here than it is in BC. Yeah, for sure. That's one thing I'll have to bring my uh, big puffy jacket over there, but no, it'll be, it'll be okay. It won't be uh, hopefully not too much of an adjustment for myself. Are you in the process of training right now for the upcoming season, or are you still in a bit of a recovery mode? No, no, no. I've been training uh, quite a bit, actually. I only really took about, I think, maybe two two weeks off max, and then I got back into things. I have to keep myself fit and sharp and ready to go. So what does a typical off-season training day look like for you? Well, usually I'll, I'll wake up and train in the morning sometime and then uh, for about a couple hours or so, and then I'll come home or whatever, eat a little bit, uh, probably get maybe another session in either, whether that be aerobic work or some sort of stretching base uh, activities. But yeah, it's usually training at least once or twice a day for me right now. And then what else do you do to pass the time? <laughs> uh, read. I guess, uh, play some video games and just keep myself mentally, uh, ready and sharp. What's your go-to game? FIFA. Of course. Of course. Of course. That's the, the go-to game. Do you have a team of choice? Uh, 
I'd probably say Man City. I, I love Pep Guardiola, so I would say I would say them. In that game, are you usually playing as clubs, or do you play as countries sometimes? Obviously, the World Cup just wrapped up. Did that make you want to play as Argentina, or is that too unfair? No, I want to play as Canada. Come on. <laughs> well, that's fair. Yeah how how was that, by the way, as a as a Canadian seeing your team for the first time in your life, men's team in the World Cup? What was that like as a soccer player? Yeah, it's honestly I've never been so engaged in watching uh, football matches than I was when I was watching Canada, and I felt very proud to be watching them and and everything that they accomplished. It was it was very eye opening, and it, it uh, there's there's a goal there, you know, like players in this league they want to attain things, and, and watching that on TV and seeing that live is is incredible, and it's it's it can also be emotional at times watching that. So the fact that they didn't win a match. Is that uh, a bad thing, or are we just getting started right now? No, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think they showed the world that uh, that we're really starting to become a football country, and they they put they definitely put Canada football on the map. I think I think their performances showed that, uh, especially against Belgium. Um, and yeah, no, I think I think it, it's not. I wouldn't consider it a, a failure of a tournament. I would. I, I I'm very proud of what they did, to be honest. The the Davies goal happened would have been pretty early on the West Coast. Were you up for that? Oh yeah, I woke up. I made sure I was up for all the games. Whenever Canada was playing, I was up. Of course, of course. So when do you arrive in Winnipeg? When do you get to start training with the team here? Um, I believe it's it'll be uh, mid February, early March. I'll I'll be there. Um, and uh, and yeah, then we'll get things rolling when when uh, the whole team arrives. So you will definitely need a big coat then when you get here because it's... 100% I will need a big coat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate you coming on the show tonight to talk about this signing. Thanks for this and uh, best of luck as you get ready for the season. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all.